Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello there, Bob. All right, Andy, how are you doing? You're looking good. Uh, are you sure? <laughs> you're right, you're looking good. You're... Why? Which, which which bits of me are looking good? Go on. Do you know, you see your forearms there? Yeah, I've got my arms see your forearms, yeah. they look pretty chunky, like a butcher. Yeah, you know, like, maybe, no, maybe let's say like a butcher's lad. Like a butcher's lad, yeah. Yeah, an apprentice, yeah. Not a I'm having a, a cup of tea and a timeout, Andy. Do you like the timeout bar? I love the timeout, yeah. It is a good bar, though, isn't it, Andy? It's, I think it's overlooked a bit. It's do better, you, than, do better than the kick. Have the, the the single stick or a double? Let's have a look. It's a single, but it's a pack of sixteen. Whoa! So I'm not fucking about. No, I think the double is almost a bit too much. I know what do you, know you know mean. What I mean. Do you like the the? I often associate it with the. Is it the twirl? Is it mm. the twirl? That's a nice bar, isn't it? Is it the twirl? What a question. It's blue, you know, like it's a yeah. bit like this in its approach. Yeah. The twirl is kind of a little bit like the um the the Galaxy Ripple or the, the Cadbury's Flake but in a, in an encasement. Yeah, in a nice little coat. So you don't get as much mess. Yeah. Yeah. And the Galaxy one, um a little bit greasy, <laughs> isn't it? But listen up. Shall we got... just talk about things we like <laughs> for now? I haven't I haven't got much done this week this week, Andy, because Right. I've been listening to all oh, the country music again. Oh, you can't stop, can you? You can't get enough of it. Can't get enough of it. So I'll um, I'll tell you about that if you give us a bit of music. Let's have a little listen to some country fucking music. Then. Here we go. <laughs> I've been listening to that country fucking music, eating tin burgers straight from the can. I've been waddling to and fro to home bargains Pushing my Alsatian in this fucking pram <laughs> I can't get enough of that country fucking music Makes me want to find myself a nice young lass We can cook together on my air fryer And enroll ourselves on a blue drink brewing class I'm not punky, I'm not bright as a spark I'm Andy Dawson, I'm pissing on shadows Pissing on shadows In the Puffendark I'm still drinking up that country fucking music I'm trying hard to get my chakras realigned I'm still touching strangers' hair in the bus queue And getting upset when my credit cards decline I'm not punky, I'm not bright as a spark I'm Andy Dawson, I'm pissing on shadows Pissing on shadows In the fucking dark 
fucking country music. I would like at this point to go, yeah! That always feels good. What's your, I've probably asked you before, but country. what's your favourite cowboy country thing? Stirrups? I said Spurs. I, Spurs. I, I, you asked me before, I said Spurs, but then you pointed out that that's quite aggressive towards the horses. The yeah, d- Digging into the horses to spook them. Pistols? So, p- pistols are good, yeah. Saloon doors? I'd like to twirl a pistol around me, me finger. That'll be good. And then I stick bet. it right back in me holster. <laughs> That'd make me feel like a big man. Honestly, don't get into country music. It'll take your life over, I'm telling you. I'm sure it will. Just leave sure it, it be. I'll, Did I'll, you tell me someone invented TNT? Yeah, it was um, Mr Noble who, who then came up with the Nobel Peace Prize. Isn't that weird, contra- you yeah, know, like dichotomy, yeah, contradiction well, or whatever? That was his, yeah, that was the thing, that was his reasoning was that he invented dynamite because he, he wanted to invent something that was so horrific that it would end all wars forever. Um, yeah. And, but obviously it didn't, it just escalated violence across the globe. So it's a weird way of thinking that. I bought a bit of monkfish the other day mm. and uh, I opened it yesterday mm. and it, 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 it had gone, it had turned towards the uh, dreary. Oh, fuck, mm. man, it stank. And, you know, like you'd think that if you mm. threw that at the enemy, that would end all wars, but it never happens. Yeah. People are fanatic. Are you thinking that- about that? Did you, did you consider throwing it at your, your greatest enemy at the time? <laughs> well, I did, yeah, but they'd just walk over it, you know, they just yeah, take you've it. Got, you've got a tough enemy, have you? Yeah, I really have got. Do you have uh, an enemy? Have you got? Have you got a nemesis? A major nemesis. Yeah. Um, I don't, you don't have to name them. Just if you if you if you think you've got a nemesis, just say yes. No. Oh, that's nice. That's <laughs> nice. Do you want a name, Andy? Because you can have one, a new name if you want. You can be. You can just be Yonky Tonk. Is it Honky Tonk or Ronnie Hot Dogs you are? I'm Ronnie Hot Dogs, you're Honky Tonk. <laughs> okay, well, do you want an offer? Yeah. I'll give you an offer. I quite like this one, it's just fun. He's a nice character. Yeah. He's called Funyun Bargy. Oh, nice, yeah. It's so funny, isn't it? He, he good, lives good. in Whitby and he draws penguins on coconuts, you know, and sells them to the tourists. Mm. Low Peter, yeah, watches TV from underneath his coffee table. You might like that approach. Not keen on that, no. Chance Mango. He's got a flap of skin on his thigh that produces a pellet every year that he throws at the milkman. Quite into that. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> Chance Mango. That. Is that it? That's it. That's your choices. Or I can be runny hot dogs. I'll you take know, Chance can... Mango. <laughs> nice to see you, Chance. I enjoy the idea of the pellet. I've got some names for you, but they're oh, not... Go on, then. Um, they're not name names. They're group names. And I'm offering you the, uh, the, the possibility of being the lead singer of one of these groups should okay. you choose to, to do so and if you want to speculate about what kind of music these would play you can I like it uh, are you having a bite on your I'm only trying time out, out there <laughs> <laughs> okay Bob you could be the lead singer of Sheila in the Piss Pot okay uh, you can be the lead singer of Five Cows Approaching nice or you can be the lead singer of the Probe Tube Big Band Experience well, I'm not going anywhere near probe tube, Andy. You're oh, always trying to get that in. What was that second one? Uh, five cows approaching. Sounds a bit like um, experimental jazz or something. Could be. Or is but it just old-fashioned folk or something? Well, you've got to be the vocalist, so it's up to you. What do you reckon? I'll be the I'll be the new vocalist. 
for five mm. cows approaching to there. Oh, Thank you very that's much. a result. And we can only uh, try and imagine what kind of music that would be. Hey, do you want to play this? Go on then, Andy. I'll play Black Kitty Blank. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Hang on. Oh, sorry. Went a bit wrong there. Must have pressed the wrong button. Uh, Blankety Blank? Yeah, very simple. Or oh, you give me the whatever you think the blank is gotcha. at the end of this little this little sentence. Uh, I'll try and do it in the style of Terry Wogan, shall I? Yeah. Oh, is, that, is blankety blank on at the moment? Is someone I doing it? Know. It kind of always seems to come back now and again with someone doing it. Oh, okay. The vicar at my local church says that he suspects the congregation has been eating during the sermon. He said last Sunday the collection plate came back covered in blank or blanks. He suspected someone has been. I'll read that again. The vicar at my local church says he suspects that the congregation has been eating during the sermon. He said, last Sunday, the collection plate came back covered in blank. Or blanks. What do you think that might be? Um, uh, I mean, are you you expecting Todd? Try and be realistic if you can be. Um, Oh... Rats, um, oh, come on. Chewing gum? Been e- Fucking hell. If someone's been eating and they hand a plate back, what might be on the plate? A wrappers? Is that your answer? A wrapper? Wrappers, yeah. Humiliation. Oh, no. What it was, was it? Uh, it was garlic mayonnaise. Oh, you fucker. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. <laughs> well, that didn't really work, so oh. we probably won't bring that back again. I enjoyed it, Andy. I, I just, it was a difficult one for me. Right. So, Moose at Infinity Rocket Plastics phoned me up this mm. week to tell me he's having to put his prices up due to the lecky bills, you know what I mean? Right, yeah. But apparently he's been, he's mining for bitcoins and it's costing him a small oh. fortune, so I don't know what that's all about. <laughs> um, listen to these prices, Andy. Intercept phone call, 175 quid now. Mm. Hacked video footage, residential premises two hundred and fifty, commercial premises four fifty. That's a day. Wow. He can do a devil's handbag reverse router takeover, ten pound an hour. Yeah. Dongle free Sky and BT hundred quid. Right. Per annum. That's not per bad, annum. is it? <laughs> it's all right. All right. Um, so the, the, I might, this is all Bitcoin related, is it? Well, it looks like it's yeah, it's. Um, it's getting pricey. I might just have to make stuff up, Andy. You know what I mean? Can I? Can I, I, I just didn't check before you go any further. I, I was in Alicante for a few days yeah. over the weekend, a uh, short break, and I walked past a Bitcoin exchange shop where I guess you go in and, I don't know, you get Bitcoin. I don't know how it works, but as well as that, they sold jackets. <laughs> so that was nice. <laughs> jackets and Bitcoin. Jackets and Bitcoin, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, sorry, continue. Well, I'm just... Um, <laughs> anyway, he had a bit of footage of a meeting between Mick McCarthy and Nigel Pearson. 50 quid, so I took it. Oh. It's quite fruity. Um, they'd bumped into each other in a car park outside PC World in Bristol. Mm. Um, so I'll, just, I'll I'll play that for you, Andy. Go for it. All right, Pearson, you <laughs> bastard. What's that you've bought? Some Uber bags. What's with the bastard? Do you want to fight? I might do. I'll fight any bastard. I will. 
I should warn you that if you fight me, it will be a fight that you lose because I'm an excellent fighter. Oh, yeah, is that right, you bastard? Do you do British bastard fighting or continental fighting, you son of a bastard? I employ strictly British fighting techniques to their highest level of technic- technicality. <laughs> That's fuck. That's why the act. The outcome of my fights are invariably a loss for my opponent. What's busted in it for me if I win a busted fight? You can have these Hoover bags that I bought from PC World, but you will not win the fight because I'm an excellent fighter. I haven't got a busted Hoover, I've got hardwood floors, so I just use a busted broom, you fancy busted. So are you saying you don't want to fight that you will inevitably lose due to my superior fighting skills? Yeah, because you're a bastard. I don't fight bastards. Well, then move on, lad. I've a mind to fight you just for the fightingness of it. And at this point, Steve McLaren and Casper turned up, Andy. Steve had just <laughs> been um, at, in pets at home buying a neck bell for Casper. Can you two stop with the nasty words? Fighting is just for silly billies who've never experienced true love and happiness moments. Oh, God, not this bastard. Do you want to fight, McLaren? But I must warn you, I'm an excellent fighter. No, I don't want to fight. What sort of an example would that set for Casper? I've sworn to protect him from all unpleasantness in the world and just surround him with cuddles and laughter and honeybee fun. Casper's a bastard. Casper flicks out his tongue and gives a look that suggests, careful, mate. I would love to fight that snake and pummel it with British fighting techniques. Well, it's not going to happen because Casper is a long pipe of pure contentment and kindness with a gentle strawberry topping. Just as Steve says this, Casper leaps out of his arms and wraps himself around Pearson's legs, bringing him to the ground. He spews up on his face then uses his tail to ram the hoover bags up Pearson's ass. Mick just run, <laughs> runs off into the distance. That snake's a bastard. I'm off to weather bastard spoons for a pint and a bastard all day bracky. Casper, you cheeky naughty bugger. There was no need for that, especially that nonsense with the hoover bags. Casper smiles as if to say, yeah, but it was a sweet move. Yes, it was fun. Now, come on, let's go and get you some candy shoelaces and a big box of fun and laughter bars. And they leave the retail park just as Nigel is declaring that he has just beaten the Hoover bags in a fight. And that's the end of the clip, Andy. Well, good way to end it, I think. Yeah, very good. What did you like about the ending? (laughs) I just like the way that it ended. You it mean you like kind of? No, it just kind of drew to a natural conclusion. <laughs> um, we didn't learn anything from it. There wasn't anything dramatic at the end. It just well, now all your horses, Andy. We learnt some very interesting things. Mick McCarthy has hardwood floors. Yeah, doesn't have a Hoover. Nigel yeah. buys his Hoover bags at PC World Curries. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, do you not think? And that his and that his ass can accommodate. Um, some hoverbacks. We learned that <laughs> if they're rammed well, I, up by a snake. No, yeah, we learned we learned some facts. I meant we didn't learn anything, you know, um, about life. Well, there's a lesson in we? what Steve was saying. You know, let's avoid all the unpleasantness. You know what I mean? Yeah, let's concentrate suppose, yeah. on fun and cuddles. Yeah, okay. Hey, it's a big day for us, Andy. In a way, it's the Sunderland Middlesbrough uh, 
Der- well, you know, Derby-ish match. You have <laughs> to think of it. You Sunderland fans like to say it's not a derby as if, yeah. you know, you don't care about us, as it were. That's your thing. Yeah. But yeah. for Middlesbrough, you know, we haven't got anyone near us. It is a derby for mm. us because you're the nearest club. Well, have you not got, like, Hartlepool or something like that? Are they not the closest? Well, you know what I mean. I don't I know no disrespect them, to Hartlepool, but we never play them, so... Yeah. I suppose it's, it's probably good for people in Middlesbrough that you... I mean, you, you basically, you there's masses of land either side of middle you're kind of isolated really located yeah. where you are geographically so yeah. it means you can get up to all sorts and no one really knows about it that's right so that's yeah. pretty good uh, i don't know whether you do or not but i'm not i'm not going to speculate but that's nice but it means you haven't really got a proper derby match but so yeah so you know you got to accept that we consider it a derby and your 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 fans always come down have a nice time fill it out yeah with all that in mind i reckon one one is that your your your, your Atletico Mints derby prediction? One one. That's me prediction. Yeah. What's yours? <sighs> Three one. Either way. Wow. It's a tricky one. Okay. You got a good manager now, Andy. Well, we'll see. I hope so. I yeah, hope you so. have. Yeah, you definitely have. Yeah. Okay. This isn't a football podcast. Let's not get dragged down into that kind of thing. <laughs> um. Oh, Telly. Do you remember a while ago we said we we're, were going to both watch that Gladbeck thing on Netflix about the German hostage situation in 1988? Oh, I didn't watch it. Have you watched it? Did you not watch it? Ah, oh, sorry, man. Yeah, you need to watch it. Really good, is it? Well, it depends on what you define as good, but it's just alarming. Really All right. alarming. It's 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 you just you just watch it and go, what the fuck? How? No, oh, interesting. What? What is? It's almost like because there's loads of like VHS video camera footage yeah. of it all going off and it's almost like the Blair Witch Project where you, th- you think you're watching something that's been made as a, a work of fiction yeah. in that style because it's just so ludicrous but, have um, you seen the, right. uh, have you watched the one that's the um, is it in India where the Mal the, the terrorists were in the, in the mall no, Mal no I haven't that, seen that one that, no. that's got a similar vibe Andy because an awful lot of the footage that you see is from CCTV cam- cameras right it's yeah. quite a harrowing one. I'll, maybe okay. I'll try and find out the name. It's pretty obvious to find. Right. It's something like shoot, one... shoot out in the mall or something. <laughs> you know, that well, kind of thing. <laughs> don't dress it up with something it isn't. Um, the only the other thing I've been watching, Trainwreck, about the Woodstock 1999 festival. Yeah, I started which it. descended into just absolute chaos. That was quite good. You enjoyed it. I'm 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 just ploughing through Ninety Day Fiance, Andy, which I do recommend to you. Start with the UK oh, one. I will get round to that. I will get round to that. I'm sorry. Yeah. I've had a request because if you uh, subscribe to our Patreon Club Parsnips thing, you get the opportunity to ask us questions uh, each month, and the one has come in from someone called Josh, right? And he says, "Can we have Mark Lawrenson's top ten mammals, please?" Nice one. Passed that on to Mark, uh, and he sent uh, a WAV back. Uh, usually MP3s, but he's upgraded to WAV. I don't know what that's about. Uh, so here we go with Mark Lawrenson. Hello, Mark Lawrenson. He's in my top ten mammals. Number ten, the grey long-eared bat. Number nine, the Chinese water deer. Number eight... The house mouse, preferably not in my house, of course. And the number seven, the melon-headed whale. 
Number six. Dog. Any dog. I'm not fussed. Number five is the hedgehog. Number four, spider monkey. It's actually 100% monkey and 0% spider. Uh, number three is the brown long-eared bat. Two is the ring-tailed lemur. And my number one mammal is, of course, the domestic rabbit. Thank you very much. That was nice to Mark. I thought mm. my favourite mammal is probably the honey badger. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Thank you. I quite like the um, the red red panda. Is it called? There's no such thing, Andy, as a red panda. There's no such. Su- okay. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. So I got um, I got um, a script for the upcoming uh uh, episode of Geordie Heat got an extract oh, I, from it. Um, yeah, thought I'd read it out. It's a nice, nice one this week. All right, then. So, Geordie Heat Crime on the Tyne, Hot Geordie Nights, Geordie Streets, Full of Crime, Geordie Heat. Interior, Geordie Heat, Incident Room. Chief Constable Amanda Stavely enters the room. Everybody stands to attention. Uh Eddie, Eddie Howe. Good evening, Chief Constable. How very fucking lovely to see you. Amanda Stavely. Just call me Amanda, baby. Hey, guys, would any of you like some silk hankies or exotic fruits, courtesy of Amanda, baby? John John Shelby. Have you got any blood oranges, Amanda, baby? No, they're far too every day for Amanda, baby. I've got Russian figs and Colombian drooping pears. Any takers? (laughs) Carol Beardsley. You got any eggplants, Amanda, baby? No, I'm afraid not. They're too bulbous for Amanda Baby's taste. Do you all like my hair and my trouser suit? All. Yes, yes Amanda Baby. Yes, Amanda Baby. Then I like you all too. Keep fighting crime on the time for Amanda Baby. Eddie. We will use all our best fucking endeavours, Amanda Baby. You can rest <laughs> the fucking children of that. Amanda leaves just as the phone rings. 
Denise answers. Hello, Geordie Heat fighting crime on the time. How can I assist you, pet? It's me, Mr Sting, from the big house with the massive drive and the massive space dog and the massive car that can fly underwater. Oh, hello, Mr Sting. How can I help you, pet? I need squad cars, specially trained hunters and a mobile prison sent to the massive house this very minute and chop chop. Oh, what seems to be the problem, sweetheart? There is a gang of bikers tearing around my grounds and making a right racket. Trudy is so scared she's climbed inside her massive yoga bell. Oh, that sounds <laughs> awful. I'll dispatch a squad immediately. Do you want to stay on the line? No, I don't. Oh, why is that, pet? <laughs> because I'm eating a massive hot dog with the world's hottest mustard on it and I need to give it my full attention goodbye. Exterior Sting's massive house. A Ford Orion Geordie Heat squad car stops halfway down Sting's massive drive. PCs Beardsley Shelby and D.I. Howe emerge from the car. They observe two motorcyclists meandering around the field adjacent to the driveway. Mr. Sting approaches them. You took your time. You need to get a supercar like me. Now arrest these Hells Angels and rough them up and tell the mam and that. The squad beckon over the bikers. As they approach, we see that it's Si and Dave, the hairy bikers from the TV. Dave, hi guys, I love your uniforms. Do you like your uniforms? We do. Would you like to come for a ride on our bikes and go see things? We love seeing things, don't we, Si? Yeah, especially on our bikes. Do you like bikes? We do. Carol Beardsley. Hold on, I know you too. You're the ultra mob. Sorry, that's Sting. Hold <laughs> Hold on, I know you too. You're the ultra mobile TV chefs. You got any new egg recipes I can nick off you? Dave. Funny you should ask. We have a new recipe called a hairy egg. It's a boiled egg inside a coconut. I'm nicking that. It sounds fucking delicious. John John Shelby. Why have you two got beards? I hate beards. They obscure the neck and get in your teeth if I go in for a munch. Dave, we like beards. Do you not like beards? We do. It's sun isn't sunshine nice. Do you like sunshine, Sai? I do like sunshine, uh, but I also like clouds. Have you noticed some clouds look like puppies? I have. Have you, Dave? Dave, I've noticed that, Sai, and it makes me feel young. Well, you two stop mattering on. What do you think you are? Don't turn about on your motorbikes on my massive field. Your bikes are shit anyway. You should have space bikes like me that run off energy plasma and invisible pulses. Carol Beardsley, I fucking hate pulses, me. Give me an egg any day. John John Shelby. I love a pulse, especially in the neck area. <laughs> Eddie Howe. Right, I've had enough of this fucking bullshit. Will everyone shut the fuck up, please? Now, you two ultra-fucking-mobile chefs, what are you doing riding your bikes around on Mr Sting's field without permission? Good question, Inspector. Gets right to the heart of the issue. I commend you to the commoners as your prince and super-president. <laughs> Dave. We do have permission. Mrs Sting invited us round to cook a nice tasty casserole for her after a gong bath. Carol Beardsley. 
You're serving it with eggs? Dave, no, don't be a silly Billy. Ah, well, you can stick up, up your hairy asses then and drive it to Penrith on a fucking unicycle. John John Shelby. Will it have blood sausage in it or raw kidney? Sigh. No, it's vegetarian but fun. John John. Well, like Carol says, you can unicycle that ball of shit straight to Penrith and don't stop on the way for fart off. <laughs> Is this true, Mrs. Singh, that your wife invited them onto the fucking premises? Oh, it does ring a bell. Oh, I thought she was getting caterers in for after her gong nonsense. Well, it seems like there's been a fucking misunderstanding here, guys, so I guess we're not needed any further. Not so quick, Mr Inspector. I insist you are all rewarded with a rendition of my latest song so that you can go away refreshed and inspired. Dave. Oh, I love songs. Do you all love songs? I do. Sting. Here goes. Oh, Mr Sting, yes, Mr Sting, he ran a thousand miles. Oh, Mr Sting, that Mr Sting, much faster than Harry Styles. He saved the maiden and killed the foe, and then he rebuilt the village with space bricks for their density. <laughs> oh, Mr Sting did a wonderful thing. 6111 rhyme. My wee-wee is dark. Dave. <laughs> Oh, what a lovely, happy song. Did you not like it? I did. But the Geordie Heat Squad have already gone. That's Geordie Heat. What did we learn from that, Andy? Oh, man, I, well, I don't know. I need to dwell on it, I think, and then see if there's any lessons that come out later on once I've once it's kind of fermented a little bit inside my mind. OK, well, I'll, um, I'll give you that opportunity. Do you think we learned anything from it? Well, were you listening? What what is what are Mr. Sting's space motorcycles built, um, powered with? Um, oh, is this like question time now? Yeah. Um, I, don't, I can't remember. Energy plasma and invisible pulses, Andy. So you do need to get back, get back and do your homework on that. Right. Have a quiz from us, Andy. Go on, have a quiz. Yeah, go on. It's yeah. I've been to the biscuit section at B and M. Um, right. And you're the, you're the king of B&M. Um, or is it in fact me, Andy? Let's find out as we play... Oh, that crackers, is some tension. pop, boing, peanuts, doing thwack, 16-pack, oh, oh yeah. yeah, dribble slurp, hobs, give yeah, me just, me just a, a little more time, time, time. So three uh, biscuit items from Home Bargains, Andy. Like you, you said, B and M. B and M. Sorry, I do apologise. Um, price them for me, lowest to highest, or vice versa. Right. Okay. Box of Ritz crackers. Mm-hmm. Sixteen pack blue ribboned. Mm-hmm. One pack McVitie's chalk hobnobs. Um. Most expensive is going to be 16 blue ribboned. Okay. Then the uh, then the chocolate hobnobs and yeah. the Ritz crackers are the cheapest. You fucking nailed it, Andy. Yes! I am the king of B&M! <laughs> oh, I Get wish in. I was the king of B&M. 
Well, well I done, was immediately Andy. suspicious because you you said home bargains at one point. I thought, right, this is going to end up going to the ombudsman, but <laughs> it's all right. It's all right because I won. Um, I've been on the phone to the showbiz centre again because my oh, application God, for membership still hasn't them. come through. I'm still okay. chasing that up. Nothing to do with me. So uh, I recorded the phone call and uh, I'll just play the tape for you. Here it goes. Hello, Showbiz Centre, Milky Jackson speaking. How can I help you? Uh, uh, yeah, is that the uh, Showbiz Centre? Yeah, I just said it was. Oh, sorry. Um, I was hoping to get an update on um, on my membership application. No, there's no updates. But uh, I haven't told you my name. I suppose you're right. What's your name? It's uh, Andy Dawson. Yeah, there's no updates. That was pretty quick. I know I've got the list of updates in front of me now and there's, not, there's none. What do you mean? The list blank, that means there's no updates. Right, well, um, I suppose I'll have to wait a bit longer then. Yeah, I suppose so. Uh, right. Is that everything? Um, I was, I was well, just wondering what's going on there today. Who have you got in the showbiz centre today? Well, Phil Collins has just turned up. Uh, he's brought his bongos, so that'll be pretty lively once he gets them out. Oh, that sounds great. Wish I was there. Well, well, you're not. And it's uh, Wednesday as well, so that's Woodwork Club. Right. What's that, what's that about? Well, James Boylan's in charge of that. Um, they're going to be carving some sharks today out of wood. He's got uh, loads of sandpaper with him, so I think he wants them really smooth. Oh, man, I wish I was there. And uh, Michael Flatley's in. He's with Michael Boyle and Michael Crawford. And uh, it just looks like they're going to get really pissed. Oh, man, I'm really missing out. Um, well, I'll call back next week, maybe, see if there's been any progress. Yeah, I do that, yeah. Oh, look, I'll have to go. I'll have to go. Mike Tyson's just took the bongos off Phil Collins, and Phil Collins is crying. I'll have to go and sort that out. Tra! And just mm. hung up on us then. Didn't so. make much progress there, did you? Zero progress. Zero progress. What's he called, the fella? Milky Wilson? Milky Jackson. He's tough, like, yeah. He's, a, he's what they call a gatekeeper, you know what I mean? I'd really fancy getting pissed on Michael Flatley and Michael Ball and Michael Crawford, though. <laughs> I can't imagine. Do you watch all the stuff that's there's a bit of it about, like, House of Dragons, the ring the, the ring is back nah, and all that stuff? I, 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 I struggle. I struggle with stuff like that, all of that. Is it fantasy, they call yeah, it? Yeah, something like that, yeah. Uh, I can't, can't be doing with it. I'd rather watch, like, a documentary about coppers going around and that. What? Body cam and that. <laughs> That sort of thing, yeah. Okay, well, listen. But do you watch it? I've watched the first one of the House of Dragon. Mm. It's all right. They've spent a lot of cash on it, so it's quite pretty to look at. But yeah. I don't know. I don't know whether I'll return, Andy. I like watching Walter present stuff. You know, I've just done um, just done one called The Devil's Throat. That was pretty good. And I'm in the What's middle that about? of, you know, it's murder, police procedural, and all that. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching one called, I think it's called Hide and Seek now. Pretty good, right? Pretty yeah. good. But coming back to Earth, away from the fantasy stuff, I've been. I listened to Talk Sport on Deadline Day, Andy. All right, yeah. Um, I taped a bit of it and I enjoyed it, so right. I thought I'd play it for you. That's a nice thing for me to do. Play it for you, isn't it, Andy? Yeah. Is it just on a tape? Just on a tape. I just taped it on me uh, little cassette. You know what brand is it? Philips cassette recorder. Phillips. Phillips. And what's me tape? Basf. B A S F. 
C60 or C90? It's a C90, just in case. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, Don't get a C120, though, because the, the quality's nah. sometimes degraded. Jim White is the first one you'll hear speak. Scottish God. You could do it. God. Welcome back, and I don't mind telling you that I'm so excited. I've inserted a feeding tube into my stomach, and I'm pumping it full of Dundee cake as I speak. Listen to this, Simon. It's another TalkSpot Deadline Day exclusive. Maureen Finch, mother of Joey Finch, the young Preston ball boy, has agreed with the club that he will be allowed to continue as a ball boy until the end of next season. What do you make of that, Simon? It's quite incredible, isn't it? Simon, uh, well, I don't know, Mrs. Finch, but it sounds as if she's celebrating off the passive acknowledgement that a watch kettle never boils, and the outcomes will surely be judged by the optics through which they are viewified. It's great news for Preston, and even better news for young Joey. How young is young these days, Simon, especially on deadline day? Well, Jim, it depends on parameters and context and whether a piece of string has a length that can be determined without doubt or biasization. Uh, it's a paradox to say that it isn't anything other than that. Oh, thanks for that incredible and exciting analysis, Simon. More after this. There's an advert then, Andy. All right. I've absolutely no idea whatsoever how to buy plasterboard screws and I'm a builder. What chances your average geezer got? I need two litres tin of antifungal exterior paint, but I just don't know how to purchase the stuff, and I'm a painter and decorator. God knows how your public would get on. Frickin' nightmare. I need some silicon sealant for a sink installation, but for the life of me, can't think where I might buy it, and I'm a plumber. The bloke on the street must be pulling his hair out, then wondering where he can buy a bag to put it in. I just logged on to Yates.net and bought myself plasterboard screws, paint sealant and a plaggy bag. How did I know this was the way to do it? Because <laughs> I'm not a slack prick like those other jokers. Yates.net, for all your building stuff, even rubble and hacky shite. Yates.net, just click and collect. I love Deadline Day, I really do. It's more exciting than a paragliding over a minefield and I've been there and done that. Now, listen to this, Simon. This is incredible. It changes the whole dynamic of today and the sport of football itself. Backwell Suari has turned down the chance to move to Luton Town, citing personal trauma as the reason. Now, what do you make of that, Simon? Uh, the boy's clearly a clown. Suffice it to say that these perceived personal reasons are not going to dissipate simply by staying put and mithering like a little old lady whose clogs are too heavy and she can't be bothered to take them off. It's pre-indicative of a perception generated by false or outdated thinking. You should have made the move. You've hit the nail on the head there, Simon, as always. And it's put a downer on what should be the most exciting, incredible and joyous day of the year. But it won't stop me pummeling that Dundee cake into my feeding tube. You can be sure of that. <laughs> More after this. There's another advert. Building supplies from Yates.net. Make it easy, just click and collect. Sometimes finding the right 12mm plasterboard for your job can be like peeling a carrot with a cat's paw, running up a mountain with a lion in your backpack, trying to extinguish a barn fire with a jiff lemon, reverse farting into a vacuum, climbing a ladder in handcuffs. But with Yates Click and Collect, you're just one click away from getting the 12mm you require. Don't try felling a tree with lipstick. 
just click and collect from dates, not yet, 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 yet.net. <laughs> and that's how I ended the recording there. But um, you, did, did, did you end it or did it was it the end of the tip? It was the end of the tape. I got a C15. Yeah, the end of the tape. You've been taping other stuff before. You've probably been taping an album or something, haven't you? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> off one of your mates. Fleetwood Mac. Let's quickly play Are You OK before we go. OK, thank you for that opportunity. Bob. Hiya. Thanks for joining me today on Are You OK? Bob. Yeah. Are you okay? Think about it. No. Okay, am I? You are. You're okay today. Uh, yeah, I don't know what you what you were thinking there. I don't know what you think's troubling you, but yeah, you're fine. Uh, well, I suppose that's good news, Andy. Yeah, it's a nice positive ending, I think, to the episode. So uh, yeah, there well, you go. Good, good luck tonight. Uh, let's hope it's Same good. To you. Same to you. Yeah, that's that's. And let's hope let's hope it's a sporting occasion. <laughs> and uh, I'd, my only worry with the with the championship, um, Andy, is is that you know. These teams coming down with their parachutes. The, 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 they have parachutes? With their parachutes, yeah. The, the, the Premier League claim the reason for it is partially to protect them financially and partially mm. to maintain the standard of the Premier League, yeah? Mm. Um, but if you look at the history of the last 15 years, the teams that have actually m- made an impact on the um, Premiership, your Leicesters, yeah. your Burnleys, your Brightons, yeah. they're all... Yeah teams every single one of them they're all teams that didn't have no parachute payment right something to think about there something to um, think is it, about is it is it coincidental that Middlesbrough's parachute payments recently ended yeah um, okay just but, a coincidence but it's a, it's 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 a very uneven playing field we're looking at isn't it Andy yeah that's football for you there and that's the end of this episode of the football <laughs> podcast thanks for listening everyone thanks very much everyone ta see ya This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.